0: G'day team. Hope you're bloody terrific. You know, when you've got to have a conversation with somebody, but you don't really want to have it, or you think you should have a conversation, but you're not comfortable, and so you avoid it. And even though you mean well, and even though you know, or at least you think you know, that what you have to say is 100% correct and could really be helpful to the person, but you know, there's lots of variables around that and, you know, good intentions don't always equal good outcomes and, you know, you got to tippy-toe around some people and sometimes you're the person that people have got to tippy-toe around, probably same with me, I guess. So that's the feeling I have about this chat. And I think, you know, there are some things that when you have a public platform, you're like, oh God, do I I really want to open this door? And this is one of the the doors that I think should be opened because I think we need to talk about some things that are uncomfortable, but then it almost doesn't matter what you say. Sometimes somebody will find a reason to get their nose out of joint. So with that in mind, I go, fuck it. All right, let's do it. So if somebody gets bothered, somebody gets bothered. So I want to talk about, obviously you've read the the title of the show, I want to talk about the victim mindset, and I I want to give you my take on that, what I think, what that means for me. Now, firstly, let me be clear about what I'm not talking about. What I'm not talking about is people who are actually victims of, of mistreatment and discrimination and other people's bad other people or organizations bad behavior i'm not talking about people who are have legitimately been victimized and treated poorly that is not what i'm talking about today that's not a victim mindset what i'm talking about i'm talking about people who get offended 30 times a day i'm talking about people who thrive on the attention i'm talking about people who are constantly creating problems, people who are constantly finding fault in others, um, and at the same time, no matter what's falling apart in their life or going bad in their life, going wrong in their life, not working out in their life, it's never their fault. It's never their fault. Now, surprisingly, I have compassion for these people, and I know why it happens and have I ever had a victim mindset? It doesn't spring to mind, but I'm sure that I have. I'm sure that I have. Have I ever felt sorry for myself? Of course. Have I ever sought sympathy or attention or approval or because I was Sadie McSadster and I had a chip? And I, I definitely I have at some stage. So I'm not trying to point the finger and go, I'm bloody brilliant, but these victim mentality people, we need to. No, it's not that at all. It's just about understanding what it is because I don't think anybody's trying to do it or be it. Um, And it's it's tough at, well, it's interesting at the moment, let's say that in 2023, because it feels like we need to, walk on eggshells, especially if we're talking publicly. Um, Now, my intention with my podcast, with my public speaking, with my writing, with all the stuff that I put out into the world, um, my intention is never to denigrate people, to insult people or to hurt or humiliate people. uh, But at the same time, If you have a big enough audience, people will not like, some people will not like you, not want to hear what you have to say, disagree with you, get pissed at you, and all of those things. And of course, I expect that, and I'm okay with that. Maybe I'm trying to give myself a get out of jail card here. I'm not sure. But I think that it's really difficult for us to go through life as a victim and to create problems out of thin air, to be the problem person, never the solution person, um, to be perpetually offended by everyone and everything and nobody understands me and and life's not fair and people are not fair. and And, you know, at some stage, it's a self-destructive pattern. And I was thinking about this before I pressed the go button. I was thinking about what's in it. Like what's the, like inhabiting the victim mindset, woe is me, it's not my fault. Fuck, you fucked up my life. I didn't, you did this, you did that. What do people get? Like what What does that bring into their life? And I think what it brings into their life in the short term potentially is maybe some attention. People want attention. We all want attention, I guess, but there's good and bad attention, isn't there? And I think sometimes when it's like, you don't understand my situation and, and, and that person fucking looked at me down the hallway. There's microaggression. And, you know, I think, geez, this is a slippery slope. Like, you know, where do we start and where do we stop with that? Like, what, see, one of the problems is that right now we live in a time where anyone can say, I find, insert anything into the brackets, I find X offensive. And so if you do X You have offended me. Now, the problem is you can do X to 30 other people. They're not offended, but you do it to me. I'm offended. You did a certain thing and 30 people didn't get offended. You did the same thing to me. I'm offended. Therefore, you are a bad person and you are the problem because you offended me. When you go, well, hang on, if I am the source of your pain or if I am the problem, If I am the causer of offense, then why did the other 30 people not get offended and you did? Now, one of the problems is we don't like to take responsibility for our own reactions. You made me feel like this. You. It's not my fault I feel like this. It's your fault. You made me feel this way. (laughs) Wow, what an incredible fucking power. I don't take any responsibility for how I feel. I don't take any responsibility for how I interpret your behavior or situations. It's just, you did that. It was offensive. I'm offended. You're the problem. And the beauty of that psychology for the offended person is that they never have to fucking change because they're never the problem. They can get offended 30 times a day. They're never the problem. I can get offended 30 times a day. I'm not the problem if I truly believe that everyone else is doing this to me. I have no, it's not my fault I'm offended. It's your fault because you are offensive. But when we try to open the door on a little metacognitive kind of awareness, which is to think about how we think, to think about how we respond, to think about why am I offended? Is this truly offensive? Did they truly try to offend me? Is this really bad? Because when I look around, I'm the only one offended. And the answer is, you know, look, sometimes, of course, some things we might, you and I might broadly consider some things offensive, of course. Don't walk around calling people the C word. That's probably going to not work for you. I get it. There are things that we collectively tend to agree on, but then there are things that individually the majority won't be offended by, but a small minority, sometimes one, will be offended by. So I'm not offering a solution today. I'm opening the door on this conversation because some of you, some of the time, and as I said at the start, me also, there are times when we, we are creating our own offense because we are reading things into things that perhaps the person had no idea and no intention of being offensive. Now, does that mean that you should never get offended? Of course, it does not. I'm not saying that. There are times when getting offended is a perfectly reasonable response. It's perfectly reasonable. But the chances are, if you get offended all the time, the chances are you are part of the problem. And this is a hard thing, you know, but- You know, personal development, this is this fucking messy journey of self-awareness and looking up and stepping up and owning up and saying, you know what, It's I get it. I get that I do that. I get that I'm a bit precious. I get that I, I have a victim mindset. I get that I can be addicted to drama. I spoke to a guy called Dr. Scott Lyons recently on my other show, The You Project, who wrote a book called Addicted to Drama because people are addicted to drama it's not even an idea there's a whole fucking book on it he's a researcher he was addicted to drama people love the drama and guess what being addicted to drama there might be a short term payoff like a bit of attention or a bit of sympathy or a bit of approval or a bit of recognition or a bit of something but over the long term it's completely fucking destructive and toxic you know one of my friends that i've spoken about a bit over the years publicly john got blown up in a an industrial accident or in a work related in a work accident driving utes with a ute with gas bottles on the back. And they said he would die. And then they said he had less than 1% chance of living. Then they said if he did live, he'd be a quadriplegic. And then and then maybe if he was very lucky, a paraplegic. And anyway, I started training him five years ago, rehabilitating him five years ago, the guy that was meant to die. And this guy is literally the victim of an explosion and a work accident. He's literally a victim, but he doesn't have a victim mindset. He's in pain 24 hours a day. From the outside looking in, you could say his life has been absolutely fucking terrible the last five years. Or you could maybe reframe it and go, but he was meant to be dead and now he's still alive and he's still training. And and the guy that they said could never walk, he's now walking with sticks and you know, his life is hard. His life, and I know because I spend three, four days a week with him every week of the year, his life is hard, but he never complains. Our mindset is optional. Being a victim is optional. What do you choose?